This episode is brought to you by Odd Mo's Pizza in Canby. Handmade awesome pizza plus craft beer, wine, and cider delivered. Order today at 503-263-8444 or visit them online at oddmoes.com. This episode is also brought to you by Canby Foursquare Church. Since 1978, a place to grow, connect, and serve. Sunday services on campus and online at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Learn more at canbyfoursquare.com. Welcome to Now Hear This Candy, your source for news. The threat of a possible teacher strike was avoided this week. There's a new irresistibly cute creature winning over fans, and its name is Scootaloo. Sports? It's like Lucy in the football. You want to kick a field goal, but they take it away from you. We had to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. Goal can't be in the last second of the game! And interesting conversations. Because I'm one of the strongest girls ever, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> I just really enjoy writing gossip as if I was a bear. <laughs> With an old maid daughter that make the best moonshine in the coast. <laughs> if it would have hit me in the face, I think I would have died. I really do. It, it, it... I guarantee you would have died, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome back, Canby listeners, to Now Hear This Canby Podcast. I'm Tyler Clausen, and we are breaking away from the norm again. Um, because, you know, Frankie's decided he has to raise his children and, um, that's a decision that we all have to live with. And if we guilt him badly enough, maybe he can tear himself away to tell us what's going on in town until that happens. I'm going to sit down with local people, uh, wonderful, wonderful people that, uh, I can rope into the studio. Joining me today is Megan and Paul Waterman, owners of the uh can be book nook and so much more there's we're gonna get into some more stuff here uh because it's just layers on layers with these two uh you want to say hi hi hello <laughs> how's it going <laughs> um so you know megan can just talk forever i gotta limit her on this you know because she's she's ready to come into a podcast studio and just go off oh yeah yeah hard to get me to shut up <laughs> <laughs> well what's great is when we do when i do come into the studio in, not in the studio when i come into the book nook you and i can chat for like literally hours about books and things and yes. stuff is that how it is with everybody, or is that just me talking your ear off when I come in? No, I'm in my, someone called me once an extroverted introvert. The bookstore is my bubble. It's where, where the stories are. It's a natural place. I guess the same thing with a podcast studio. Yeah. It's a natural place to share stories, so I feel a little more comfortable there. But out in the big bad world, I'm a little quieter. <laughs> <laughs> and we we try here to make it feel a little more comfortable, you know, like you're hanging out in a oh, library yeah. or something. So um, for anyone who's not been in the studio before, this is a very cool place. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Paul, um, what? where's your safe space? Where is it that you get to just chat it up? <laughs> Hmm. Chat it up. I don't, I don't know <laughs> no, if that's, I, that's no, on my on the menu. I don't think anyone's ever <laughs> described you that way. <laughs> yeah, my my safe space in the garage. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. working on something. Yeah, I know you and I have talked about that a little bit. Where you yeah. used to have your garage full of 
woodworking stuff, building projects, and then at a certain point, it was overtaken by books. What? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Have you been yeah. able to regain any territory out there? Yeah, what's hers is hers, and what's mine is hers. <laughs> exactly. Good job, honey. No. <laughs> no, we worked pretty hard the other weekend cleaning out some of the garage, and yep. you could... You could start creeping back to my side of the garage I if could. you wanted. You said you didn't want to. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then that's twice the amount of work when I have to push it back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> do you do you do more projects like during the summer season when you can kind of get out into nice weather, or is it like with Halloween and Christmas and like creating like the scarecrow or the snowmen or different things for the store? Where do you tend to be the busiest with your projects and stuff? Definitely not the summer. It's too hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could work in the, in the cold more easily. Yeah, than, I'm with you on that. <laughs> just being roasted <laughs> out of the, out of the garage. So sure. Yeah. I think no. I have a list of project ideas for you all year long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's let's dive into you guys a little bit uh your your past and and what uh what brings you into the Camby downtown scene where are you two from uh do you want to go first or do you want me um yeah i can go first uh i'm originally i was born and raised in pittsburgh okay um and then but my uh, my mom's family's from actually from Oregon City. Oh, okay. Um, that's where they they lived most of the time. So my mom grew up in Oregon City. So she moved all the way out to Pittsburgh. Right. She moved out there with my dad. Yeah, and then eventually brought you back. Right mm-hmm. to the Holy Land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roundabout. You know, my my life's kind of like the the board game. You know, of life. Yeah, it kind of goes around and through and open and over and so. Uh, I mean, I've born in Pittsburgh but I've lived here I've lived in Southern California Southern Nevada um, Alaska. back up back up here and then afterwards and I when I joined the military I was obviously around got to travel around some more but yeah what branch of the military Air Force oh okay great yeah. did you yeah. did you get to fly planes or <laughs> no you were doing the other stuff no I was uh, military police oh okay so I I did not. Uh, I'm not a flying type person. I'd rather <laughs> keep my feet on the ground. <laughs> Is that something you discovered while you were in the Air Force, or was that were you like, I don't like to fly. Let me go join the Air Force. Um, <laughs> most of my family was in the Air Force, um, but I didn't like to fly before that. Mm. Um, but you know, that's why I didn't choose that yeah. type of a uh, part of the job. Yeah. <laughs> I I know a guy, I work with him uh, pretty regularly. He was in the Air Force, and he's told me how he felt pretty gypped uh, because he wanted to join the Air Force specifically so that he could fly planes and helicopters. And then he found out that the Air Force doesn't do helicopters. (laughs) And he's like, all I wanted to do was fly one helicopter, and I still haven't gotten to do it. So that's his life goal at this point is to get a, a pilot's license specifically to fly helicopters. Yeah, most of the people I know, they, if they've been in the Air Force a lot of times, so they'll move to the Army. Yeah. Like a warrant officer or something to be able to fly. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, you spent time. How long were you in the Air Force? Six years. Okay. Um, and 
did you just decide did you get better opportunities or what happened <laughs> um i was in i extended for three or two years mm -hmm. you know listed for four and my first actual station was in spokane which oh. was only like you know five hours from home yeah and i was like i just couldn't uh you know see myself or justify you know joining the military yeah you know quote unquote see the world and then spend you know the whole time five hours from home mm. um and the temporary duties where you get to actually go you know overseas or go do something you know two three four months at a time with like rotational where you can do that weren't really for my for a lower ranking at that base wasn't really an opportunity right so uh so i extended two years to move to another base yeah and you know you get your dream list pick and so i had like europe japan germany you know england all the all these cool places and to go overseas and the very i couldn't think of anything else to put so the last one on the list that i put down I was like okay well I'll put alaska because it's it's not part of the continental u.s like right mainland so it's considered overseas and so yeah that's what i got so you had the <laughs> last pick of your dream choice yeah uh and what part of alaska was it uh, fairbanks but, okay so is that uh, the nice part i don't know alaska it's well enough, so. it's the northern uh, middle northern part yeah so uh, yeah it was pretty cool but but then uh, you know fortunately i was i was only there for three months and then i finally got to go on a tdy so oh, okay. i got to go to uh, saudi arabia for three months and then a few years later i got to go alaska to, to saudi arabia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh i got to go to italy for four months so oh very cool, cool. Yeah. yeah all right so of all the places you ended up going where where would you say you enjoyed the most um italy yeah yeah i th i feel like i i knew that one as i asked the question <laughs> yeah. it's like how's he how's it how's alaska gonna compare to italy right but i don't know some people out there it was i mean it was fun i mean it's you know you get the six months of daylight and six months of darkness and <laughs> <laughs> so extremes on one side you know in the summertime you had people you had all the you know the midnight tournaments you had midnight golf tournaments and midnight softball tournaments oh, stuff because yeah. it was still light out so. yeah so that was like the popular you know thing to do <laughs> nice very cool um and so uh so after you left the air force you immediately came back to the this area yeah we came, we came back to oregon city okay were yeah. you married at that time or yeah. okay yeah so came back to family hunker down yeah, never started, leave you know, again. We're here forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been here, been here since. Nice. Yep. And Megan, what about you? Um, I was born in Virginia, and I spent a lot of uh, the summers of my childhood actually half an hour away from in Pennsylvania from where he really? was growing up. So we didn't obviously know each other then, but. Real okay, quick, okay. I did forget to ask what. So, were you in Pittsburgh proper, Paul, or were you in like the area? I mean, I I could see downtown from where I was at. But okay, it was actually called McKee's Rocks. Was the the name of the town? Okay, the, cool. The, I just was, I was interested. I spent a couple of years in in quote unquote okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah, we were right but on there, right on the Ohio River. Yeah. So, Very yeah. cool. All right. No. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to bring it all the way back to Paul. <laughs> oh, I am so fine with that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you you were in Virginia. Mm -hmm. You spent time uh, right down the road from Paul. Yep. Didn't realize love of your life was hanging out there. Exactly. Yeah. No. Um. And then um, 
my dad's family was all from out here in Oregon. And so he moved out here when I was little, when I was a baby. I don't really remember Virginia. Mm. And so I grew up out in Beaverton. Oh, okay. And then when I met Paul and we got married, I moved out to Oregon City. Okay. So you were just, you were up in Beaverton. You guys ended up meeting and coming out to Oregon City. Uh, Yeah. We're... We're the Brady Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess we could, we can talk about that if you guys are comfortable with it. Sure. You guys literally have the same amount of number of kids <laughs> as the Brady as Bunch. As the Brady Bunch, right? We do. Yeah. 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 Three boys, three girls. Wow. Yeah. No, um, we were both single parents. He took me to a bookstore on our first date. Ooh, so yeah. this is all his fault. I <laughs> 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 set high standards. <laughs> no, we blended our six kids. Uh, when we got married, they were four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. And now yeah. they are, they just had birthdays. Can I do it? Uh, they are 18, 19, 20, 21. 22 yeah. and tw- is she 23 20, yet? Yeah. No, yeah. she turns 23 in November. I don't know. It's <laughs> enough to keep track of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys have wait. I have one kid. And I'm like, <laughs> how many kids do I have? Yeah. Um, when they're toddlers, it feels like a hundred. It, it, yeah. yeah. I I can tell you now there's times where I've seen him in two different places at once. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, that's nuts. What's it like? I mean, it's already a lot being a single parent with three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know that as a parent. I know that as a son who was one of those three kids with a single mm-hmm. parent. Um, what's it like to kind of bring that together? Is, is it easier? Is it harder? What, what's it like to do that? To double the amount of kids <laughs> you have in your life, but also have a spouse? It's a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, parenthood in general is a wild ride, sure. right? You yeah. don't, it's a learn on the job job and as many things as you think that you know when you go into it, all, all you learn is that you didn't know anything. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, it helped all the times that they were close in age and um, there was always somebody to play with. Um, but I think just like any any siblings and any blended families um they had their moments of like this is overwhelming who are you like this is my new family and mm. we waited eight years to go on a about eight years yeah to go on our honeymoon because oh wow because you can't blend yeah, you can't six just... kids and be like hey cool here's your new brother bye yeah yeah for real <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah we waited about eight years before we did left for an extended period of time and did a little road trip and I don't know. They they're finding their relationship with each other now as adults, and yeah, you have you have siblings, and you know those relationships change as you get older. And yeah, absolutely. I know. Like my, I have I have a half brother mm-hmm. who. I mean, we were we were always. I didn't even really consider him a, a quote unquote half brother. Um, uh, as we got older, um, you know, we would fight as teenagers do Mm -hmm. i'm sure you guys are well aware (laughs) um and at a there was just this random moment where uh he and i started texting each other because he would live with his mom and and i'd be with my mom or or my dad and and he would text me like hey have you heard of this band and i'm like not only have i heard of them uh 
I bought their cassette tape, you know, and <laughs> uh, and so we started talking about that. And then all of a sudden this relationship evolved um, and I ended up going down to uh, Arizona for college and he was down there. Um, he had gone to school down there at college and then he had stayed down there. And um, and so I lived with him for a little bit and then I got my own place. But in that time, we we became genuinely like best friends. Um, and then I moved back up here after college because Arizona is very hot mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> um, so uh, eventually he and his wife decided to move up and, and now like it it really is like he, he had a kid right after we had a kid and, and like we're genuinely good, good friends. Um, and it's because we had to deal with the parents that we had to deal with and we went through similar life experiences and it was always nice to have that person to lean on. And then, and then it kind of happened with Cameron, my un- my little brother, who's our editor here, where, you know, I became a huge comic book nerd and Dungeons and Dragons, and he went off to become a musician. And then all of a sudden we kind of came back together as, as friends and we're like, hey, we both like what the other one is doing. And we got really into it. So it is really cool. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm sure you guys are right at that point now where your kids and and that's a big group of them that are in that age range where they're mm-hmm. all going to kind of form those bonds from what they went through as as younger kids so yeah I, i'm sure it's the same for parents of non-blended families as well but it's such a kind of a cool season of life like you spend your whole life as a parent and you're experiencing it now with your little guy like watching them and you see mm-hmm. their potential and you're like, oh, I see that spark. I see, you know, not necessarily like you're going to grow up and be this, like I pigeonholed you in something, but you see what they could be. I mean, I've, already, I've and... already told my son that a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> and now they're entering this new season where they're starting to feel it out on their own and they're discovering like, hey, look, wow, I could be successful at this. Yeah. And they're finding the pride and the joy in that. And it's kind of, it's a, it's a cool show to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And what? they're getting married. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. We two had now, two right? weddings in the last two years, and I told the rest of them they've got to wait. <laughs> 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 I need a break. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited. When this remodeling project is over, our studio is going to have a full arcade and hot tub we can play bubble bobble with our hot tub bubbles on full blast just gotta finish downloading these blueprints and we'll be good to go oh yeah man it's gonna be off the hey wait a minute the plans haven't even downloaded yet how much time is left (laughs) not much it looks like uh, just about 14 hours 14 hours dude we're not building a skyscraper it's just a one room remodel we have to have those plans today or we won't make our deadline (laughs) this would not be a problem if somebody hadn't made us hit our data cap for the month by binge watching the first four seasons of Drop Dead Diva last week. We have super slow download speeds anyway, and that just slowed us down even more because some providers reduce user speeds for going over their data limit. Well, excuse me for being captivated by Brooke Elliott's perfect balance of heart and humor. (laughs) I'm only human. Man, just let's just switch to direct link already. Then we would have unlimited data with upload speeds up to 10 times faster than our current provider. 
so we can download our plans in a snap and you can keep binge watching all your guilty pleasures. Okay, okay, I give. Please call Direct Link and get us set up. I need that hot tub and, and I do still have two seasons dropped at Diva to watch. For uploads and downloads at the speed of work, visit www.directlink.coop slash internet or give them a call at 503-266-8111. Um, so, okay. So you guys have so much going on. Uh, let's kind of dive into, into that a little bit. What, I guess we can, I guess we can backtrack a little bit. You guys got married and immediately opened up the book, not great. <laughs> no. You thought, let's, let's blend these families, put off the honeymoon, but let's open up. Uh, so how did that journey end up happening? You know, what, how did you guys go from just moving into town, into the area to book nook? We were, when we were in Oregon City, we were renting, mm -hmm. um, and we knew we wanted to have our own place, and so uh, we were looking around town, and um, we were also kind of looking for a place that would have a room for, like, parents, like for our parents, mm -hmm. um, uh, potentially in the future yeah. if, the, if they needed, so um, we just happened to find kind of the right place at the right time here in Camby and uh we came down I remember the one night and we went to <laughs> we, did. we went and we got Chinese food at the restaurant we walked around town we walked down to our house and the neighborhood and just to kind of see what it was like you know mm -hmm. on an evening you know what, what's going on and uh we like the feel we we like the potential you know of the space and the calmness you know for our Six, they were middle school, elementary school age at that time, and yeah. we're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And it had the the space for your your mom moved in with us not long after that. So so you guys found a place in Camby. You took a, a stroll down mm -hmm. down downtown. I'm Did assuming. we downtown? Yeah. Yep. Um, is that where the idea started? No, no, no? Nope. not at all. It was not on our radar at all. I was. I'd been going to school. I'd gone back to school after we got married. Mm -hmm. And then then we were doing a homeschool charter school. So I was spending all my time volunteering at their charter school. Right. So I you know I was fully immersed and kids 100% of the time was not thinking about <laughs> a career at that moment at all. Yeah. Yeah. It it seems like it was a long time ago, but then in reality when we look back it wasn't cuz it was right. only about four years after we moved here mm -hmm. that we opened the bookstore so and you know the first incarnation of it so they were they were early teens mm -hmm. um when we did that yeah um what we were doing before we even started the store we were doing antique and collectible right. um some furniture mostly books in working out of a store in aurora mm. and uh um, that was really our focus for a while. Yeah, so it was, that was kind of our our getaway was you know going to garage sales and estate sales and stuff like that when when we had the time. Um, we both love history and the research and yeah yeah. So we we started off with that in uh, kind of figuring out like one one working together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it also gave us some time to do some do things together that we enjoyed. And, sure. Uh, and then, uh, 
It was after our road trip. So we finally went on that honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. And my sister was getting married in Utah. So we went to her wedding and then we left the wedding and we did a three week road trip across the country and back. That's awesome. And we had all these like big, cool places we wanted to st- stop at, but we gave ourselves the freedom to just, to just go with no real schedule. Yeah. Maybe we had family in Pennsylvania we needed to see. And we knew like there were specific spots that we weren't going to miss. Uh, some family in Georgia that we wanted to see. But beyond that, we're like, here's some tentative places. We never booked a hotel. We we just went. And yeah. if we were if we wanted to stop, we stopped. If we wanted to extend, if we wanted to skip that space because we weren't in the right head place that day, we kept going. We saw some of the coolest small towns. Yeah. And we stopped at a lot of bookstores because yeah. we're nerd book nerds. <laughs> but, yeah. But even at that time, we were still we were into vintage books at that yes. time. So right. it was really still the antique stores. But then like, I think we started hitting bookstores as well. But we didn't really plan. I don't think bookstores per se. We, there was only the one bookstore, which was in Pennsylvania, was the oldest, yes. oldest the continuously oldest bookstore. working bookstore uh, in Mall, the country. Yeah. Mole something. That was a long time ago. Um, but uh, so, but then, kind of naturally, as we started going, driving across, we're like, oh, well, let's stop at a bookstore. Yeah. And then, and then we stopped at antique places as well. But I, I think a lot of books on that trip. We ended up. We, I think that's when after that we kind of realized that I think books are probably more our our thing than the antiques in general. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so I think that kind of started that the bookstore book so idea. Can you tell me, you guys are going across the country and you're stopping at bookstores. It's hard for me to imagine that, not because I I don't like the idea of it, but I'm more like, okay, I go to one bookstore. I've I've gone to all the bookstores. They <laughs> no. all carry the same thing, right? No. Uh, Stephen King on like almost all the shelves, and and <laughs> we're good to go. No, you're going to find, like, your your basics, like your top sellers. We have to stay in business, right? Sure. <laughs> so you're going to have your Pattersons and your Clancy's and your Nora Roberts and all of that. But that's the really cool thing about an independent, small, usually family-owned bookstore, especially in a small town. Yeah. They, they each have a flavor of that community because that's the beauty of buying in any small business versus like an Amazon or like a big corporate business that where algorithms are choosing what's on the shelf. Like it's curated specifically for that community. And there's hours that go into making sure that like just the right flavor is there. And even now, like on a weekend when I'm away, we're, we're thinking about going to visit my sister this weekend. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, oh, on Sunday, there's this bookstore over there I want to go visit. <laughs> it's not like my bookstore. It's, yeah. They're going to have things and that I hadn't thought about or displays that I ha- wouldn't have thought to put together or I, I always buy a book. I mean, yeah. I mean, now as, as an owner, you're looking at it through the lens of yeah. how are they running the business. But for someone like me or, you know, the, the general Cambyite who's been to the book nook, and we know what we love about the book nook. We're driving across the country. All of a sudden, we see that there's the book corner. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What would be what would be the reason why you think we should stop in there and check it out? Um, uh, 
they're going to have some of the best conversations of their local community. Mm. Like, where where should I go eat? What should I go do? Like, booksellers are collectors of stories. Mm. So they know the stories of their community. And so they're going to be honest with you. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> oh, no. I love that <laughs> so much, what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so you you ask them like where 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 should we go eat? Like where's the cool some of our favorite places, you know, don't when you travel, don't eat at the big name business. Find the mom and pop shops. Like sure. that's the best food and ask a bookseller where you should go eat. Okay. <laughs> but th- then they also have they ha- they've curated local authors mm-hmm. that you would never hear about in your own community or they like like Tyler Clausen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um or, you know, they, they've got the stickers and the swag of that community. Like, I'm always buying the, the bag or the tote or the, that yeah. says the name of the community. And usually bookstores are in pretty creative places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, like, when we first started out, like, your cash register was underneath the stairs in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. I was like Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, so usually you'll, they're usually in older buildings, um, and just a lot of times I like the ones that have, they're like pathways, like a maze, like a labyrinth, right? And you're, you're going through and you just see things like you're walking through and you look up in the corner and there's this like little, I don't know, characters stuffed up in the corner, (laughs) you know, hanging off of a bookshelf. You're like, oh, that's cool. And and so it's just the creativity and and learning, you know, and like I said, the local authors, you see like books about the area and then you get the stories and you're talking to people like, oh yeah, we had, you know, this bookstore was haunted and this happened and this happened. So you, you just get to learn, learn a lot and, uh, you know, and meet new people and, I, there, there definitely is something for me, at least, just being surrounded by books. I, I'm a huge nerd, so maybe it's just that. But like walking into the book nook, or like if I'm up in Portland, I I can stop by Powell's, mm-hmm. you know, like or just stopping at the like we can't go to the mall without going to Barnes and Noble because <laughs> yep. like, I just I just gotta go I just gotta go be around some books, yep. you know, yep. like. I'm probably not even going to buy anything. I just want to go look at the covers and and see that they exist. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing. We're we're stories. We're all stories. We're just all walking stories. So when you go into a bookstore and you you do, you feel comfort there. I had a gentleman come in today and he was talking to me at the very end of the day and uh, and he stopped and he's like, I don't know why I'm telling you this story <laughs> about my <laughs> life. I don't know you. And um, I get that all the time. It's We all have a story we want to share. Yeah. So there's a comfort in, in that. Nice. So you guys, uh, y- you moved to Canby. You wait a while. You go on a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And you start to realize at this point. Uh, I mean, you've started doing a little bit of collecting, and and you started selling stuff like online. Kind uh, of stuff? We were we were selling online, and we were renting a space from um, a vintage shop in Aurora, where we were selling just right. vintage and collectible. So books. you guys collect that, sell some stuff. You go on this trip, realize books, books yeah. are the way. Um, and and is it you get back from your honeymoon and and you start writing out a business plan? <laughs> no. I still I 
Uh, yeah, well. Well, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I know, I, you know, my wife and I are kind of the same way. Where when we spend an extended amount of time together, ideas start to formulate. Things like we've written books together because we just want to do something together. So yeah, I understand yeah. when you find that person in your life that compliments you, things will be created. The, the, the trip was in June. Yeah. And the books are opened in December. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so. The, there was still a little bit of hesitation on my part, I know, where Paul's like, no, you need to do this. Like, so oh. the the fun thing that I thought it was, it was cute and it was, it was fun. So the, the half of the garage that oh, became gosh, hers. Oh, gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> so we were like, okay, if we wanted, the, we thought about, looked at all the bookstores we were at, and, and it was like, well, this is a, di- oh, a change. It's a different thing, type of thing. Um, so what would that look like? What would it look like running a bookstore? What would it look like, you know, having a bookstore? How would you organize? How would you set it up? So the half of the garage became a mini bookstore. Oh, I really? Did. I forgot so, about that, yeah. So we, you know, we set up shelves and we, so in, you know, how are you going to lay out the books? Are you going to do genres and this mm. and that? And, and, uh, and then we just kind of started advertising like, uh, like a weekend garage sale, book sale. We yeah. Did. So people would come up and it's like, not just setting it up, but like, how do you talk to people about books yeah. and about selling books and your favorite books? And what does that interaction look like? So, you know, people would come to, and do like, we enjoy doing that? Yeah. And do yeah. we enjoy it? Right? right. So you get, to, so we kind of tested it out. Like the, yeah, because that's something like you, you always consider. I, I think when Kayla was on the show, she was, you know, I said, you know, people who want to own bookstores or work at bookstores are just, you know, they're to themselves. They're not going to deal with people too much because they care about books. And Kayla's like, no, <laughs> no. dash those dreams on the rocks below <laughs> yeah. because you are only going to talk to people. Yeah. Um, so, yep. yeah, the idea that you have to kind of figure out how you're going to do that is is really important. Yep. Yeah. It is, it is the best experience to get to work in a career where I literally get to talk to people about what I'm passionate about. I don't, I'm not always maybe passionate about the book that you're reading or it's maybe not my go-to, but man, to hear their excitement and, and get to do that all day. It's very cool. Yeah. 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 And it's part of the, you know, a bigger, you're part of a, a bigger thing you know, mm-hmm. when working with books and in in all the different aspects of the, being inv- involved in, you know, our, our culture and, mm-hmm. and, you know, community and the, you know, just the different concepts of, you know, what people are reading and thinking yeah. and doing and, and, you know, being supportive of, of everybody. So you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of a, you're, you're part of that bigger story. Yeah. You know, of your, your community and even the world, because the things that you're talking about, reading about here are also things that are impacting things that are going on across our, you know, the entire entire world. So Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more advocacy in book selling than I <laughs> expected when I, we stepped into it. But I love it. I think every business owner has to get to that point at some, you know, at mm-hmm. some point in their journey there, they have to kind of make that choice of. Yeah. What are they going to be standing for? What are they mm-hmm. going to be um, not just supporting, but also kind of cheerleading yeah. and, and all that. And in a small town like this, like that, 
that goes <laughs> you have to do that very quickly because yeah. everything is very important right now yes yes um, we all have big feelings here yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes we do um so it, what year you said it opened in december was that the the garage or was that you guys nope. moved into your first we space? moved into so we reached out to the grams we were having dinner with one of your coworkers like yep. backstop and we saw the the uh, for rent sign at the Graham building so we went over and talked to them and they were great because they used to own a bookstore in that building yeah. so they they knew how crazy we were yeah <laughs> um yeah. and so that was 2017 yeah that you had that dinner that that you opened in December. 2017? We had dinner in October and we were open by December fifth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paul's... that's yeah. That you, you wasn't lying. You guys really were like, we're home business model yep. now. <laughs> yeah. we're, maybe that's just kind of our personality. We're, I mean, as when much as we love to talk and read stories, and we're we're not party animals, or if we're kind of like the slower life but also we're like okay when we're gonna get something done we let's get let's just do it let's get to yeah, work yeah <laughs> love it i love that so you guys open up your doors in 2017 now i know when i first found you um you were in like that corner unit uh area a suite i guess is what mm -hmm. but that was not your first space you were in the smaller space we were we originally. started it was 300 square feet um the shelves that are on the back wall of our store oh. that was our entire store yeah and we were only used books we did a little bit of like gifts local gi gifts like local gifts worked with some yeah. people that were making local soaps and candles and stuff and so had a little it, display it was the stock that you had in your garage from your collections yep and you just moved that into this it moved 300 it over square to the <laughs> room <laughs> oh uh, gosh yeah yeah and uh <laughs> so you know, doing the research and like, how do you start with used books? And so we found a, a place that you can order a pallet of used books. Oh, really? You don't get to pick what it is. You just get some you, books. They just deliver a pallet of in this big box of books. To our it's, driveway. To our and driveway. It broke. So, so, <laughs> and it spilled like a flood <gasps> across. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So. I mean, we had some, we had our own collection of books, you know, and we went, you know, garage selling and we've got some books and people don't say book, donated some books, but in order to get sort of just something to start with, yeah, you know, that's what we did. And, and yeah, so we took the gamble and, you know, there was some stuff in there. Some of it was that okay. Some of it was not. So okay. It wasn't great, but <laughs> we had to start somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it did break. And, and we right away started our trade-in policy for it so right. that customers could come in and bring yeah. us books. Uh, they still do that. Yeah, that, yeah, because the trade-in is, you know, obviously the people that bring you books, so that's what they're reading. And so I, I think yep. that I did one trade-in one time, and I'm still trying to use up all the credit that I got. <laughs> I think that you are, but that was a great trade-in. It was. I I had so many books, yep. and I was, and so yeah. I, eventually, you guys moved into the corner, the, your second suite within the Grand Building. We two, lasted three. there less than a year, six months, four months. So we were in the first spot. Uh, less than six months. Yeah, and, and then we were actually in three spots in the Grand Building. Right. Yeah. In so the middle. So. In the in the middle one that you guys had, the second one right. you had. That's and when that, I discovered you. And that one was a larger space, which was nice. So we could be oh, okay. We're going to become a, yeah. a real bookstore. <laughs> and yeah. uh, 
but it was so hard. It was in the middle of the building. It was hard for people to find us. Right. There was no the it advertising. Did feel, the... It did feel, not going to lie, it yeah. was nice because it felt like you guys were like my little secret bookstore. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. only a few. I discovered you because there was um, a person who she was doing like a book vlog. Okay. Um, and she got a good amount of numbers. And I was obsessed with following her because she was from Canby and she's got she's like doing everything that I want to do reading books doing YouTube and all this and I'm like this is it this is the person that I want to be like and she's like yeah I happen to go to my local bookstore and I'm like we have a local bookstore <laughs> um, so she gave you guys some a little bit of promotion that helped me find you and that's when I brought in like I think I brought in like a whole comic box. books. You brought yeah, us. I brought in comic books and yeah. then just a bunch of stuff that I had. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a good time. It was. Yep. And then a spot became available uh, in the Grand Building that um, had a storefront to the street. So yeah. we immediately were like, "Yes, <laughs> we need we need a storefront." So we jumped over there. That was a great spot, too. I mean, it you was, guys, yeah. that really, like, that was like an exponential explosion in your guys' business. As far it was. As, I, as yeah. far as I can see, like, you went from these tiny little spots to you're a store, you're a bookstore. I think that move into that space was the moment for me when I was like, okay, like, we're, we're, can be a legit business. We can we can make this work. And we started adding new books. Yeah. Uh, people were starting to ask. <laughs> I remember the first time somebody asked like, oh, you don't have it used. Could you order it for me? I was like, yes, yes, I can. And then they <laughs> left and Dr. Paul was like, I don't know how to do that. Louis got to figure that out. <laughs> and we did. Yep. And then we started carrying just a little bit of new on the shelf. And, mm -hmm. and then we started to bring in games there. Yep. And then uh, we actually expanded our uh, vintage books quite a bit there as well. We did, yeah. Tyler, did you know that the Australian lyrebird can mimic any sound that it hears, even chainsaws? No, that's uh, super interesting. Did you know that a baby puffin is called a puffling? Uh, or no. that baby sea otters can't swim, so their moms wrap them up in pieces of kelp until they learn how to paddle? Wait, do you know any trivia that isn't, like, animal-related? Not really, but here's some stuff you may not know about the Wild Hair Saloon, where Camby goes to eat and have fun. Okay. The Wild Hair is one of Camby's longest-running, locally-owned restaurants. Owners Joan and Darren Moden have been in business for 16 years. That's cool. Yeah, heck, you were just a baby back then. I, and, wait, what? And they love to give back. They've been members of the Camby Chamber for that long, and they donate over $20,000 to local sports, FFA programs, and civic organizations each year. Year. Wow, I'm legitimately like caught off. That's cool. Yeah. They also support more than 30 jobs in the community through their award-winning staff, some of them as young as 18. Hey, that's older than you are. Uh, dude, I'm I'm 10 months younger than you. With, with the days getting longer and the weather getting warmer, the Canby Wild Hair's expansive outdoor patio is the place to be. Furry friends, welcome. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to go check them out just off of Highway 99E next to the Space Age in Canby at 1656 Beaver Creek Road in Oregon City or on their website at thewildhairsaloon.net. And, and that's, that's probably been the biggest surprise to me is the request for new. I yeah. When we first opened, I didn't expect that um, the request for new books. And since that time, that has been the bigger request. And Right. 
has grown. So we're almost at 50-50 new and used now. Yeah. Wow. We'll always keep the used. I think that's important uh, part of our business model. Yeah. I mean, it's great being able to, to go and find, like, going into a bookstore knowing you're going to be able to get the newest whatever, mm-hmm. you know, is great. But being able to go into a bookstore and being like, oh, I found this treasure right. in the used area, yep. you know, um, I found ron l hubbard's very first copy of battle earth battlefield earth like signed or something like that it's like you can't beat that (laughs) you can't so like being able to go to a store or a shop and being able to get both yeah it's it's awesome it's that used book treasure hunt yeah because i mean in the book there's millions of books out there so we're not gonna obviously carry everything but the unique thing about the used books is you can find you know those the auth- so maybe some of the authors that aren't obviously completely selling right now, they're not you know brand new or they're no longer around with us, but but you can still find, you know, when you go into a bookstore, like for me, I, I already have in the back of my head, like I know these authors that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to go peek on the, the shelf and, and see what they have. And then, you know, like you said, it's like that treasure, you find that one, you're like, oh, that's the one that I'm missing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I purposely, I mean, I could probably go find it online and buy it, but. But that's not fun. Exactly. No, so I wait until, yeah. you know, I find that one off the shelf. That's the experience. And yeah. so, yeah. Um, so uh, you guys eventually moved into, like, that space was great, but eventually you moved into your new space where you are now. Yeah. Right. And we lots were... changed after that. <laughs> a lot changed after that. We had survived being a retail store during pandemic right. and that was yeah an experience for everyone <laughs> <laughs> you change you, you rose to the challenge of the business model with the, the <laughs> we, learned, we learned through that to pivot that yeah. you have to be ready to pivot at yeah. any moment uh so the we did a lot buster of bundles boredom buster bundles <laughs> <laughs> and we started doing deliveries we nice. delivered all over with within let's see woodburn wilsonville malala oregon city we were yeah. driving all over the place wonderful but we had teenagers stuck at home yeah that needed attention they needed attention and they needed to get out out, out. Ah. but it wasn't safe to be out obviously right. so they the fact they they helped us deliver books and the fact nice. that they could go for a drive and deliver some books for it helped us it yeah. helped them um that's awesome yeah it was really Very cool, cool. But still, that that we loved that location. But it was still hard. It's still a little bit for retail, a little bit on the outskirts of town, of the downtown. Yeah. And uh, so when the opportunity to move into the building we're in now, we're like, well, we've moved before. Yeah, you moved <laughs> literally around the block, and now you're in downtown. It's yeah. crazy <laughs> how fast that changes here in town. Um, I know personally, I was very excited when you moved because you guys started up your Dungeons and Dragons club. Yes, um, led by the wonderful Tyler Clausen for a while. For a yeah, while. Uh, before I I needed to focus on you know my kid or whatever. I guess. Oh yeah, those kids. <laughs> uh, but uh, you guys, so you guys started really building out your your gaming, mm-hmm. your um extra your gifts stuff really became really prominent. Um, and so you just, you evolved, you you grew and you grew and was it hard? Where did you, (laughs) I asked like three questions at once. (laughs) Um, when you moved, did you have the stock? Did you have 
the mentality of we're too big for this space we need to go to a bigger space or did you move going we need to adjust and become bigger to fill the space we're about to go into um gosh i guess the answer to that is a little bit of both we yeah. we didn't necessarily have the inventory on the shelves to fill the space that we moved into yet but you know you have your business model and then you have your dream yeah and what's happening in the store now is like oh like if if this were successful mm-hmm. like to be able to do new and used and book clubs and game clubs and gifts and like really like give like community a little bit of everything like that was the dream and we knew when we moved that that space would have give us the opportunity to yeah. grow into those things like i personally kind of have a a model that if enough enough people ask me for something like I'll, I'll start to care you know yeah. enough people come in and ask me for candle oh, i want candle to burn a candle while i'm reading okay you know three we'll four ten, yeah. ten people ask me that i'm gonna start carrying it yeah. so nice um so <clears throat> i love the book nook you love the book nook uh paul i know at some point the plan was for you to quit your job <laughs> and you were gonna just be working at the book nook yeah. Um, and that totally worked out for you guys, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, you know, a lot of things changed with the, you know, pandemic. And I moved around a little bit. Uh, I'd already been working with uh, or part of the um, transit committee here in Canby. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, volunteer, you know volunteering there, we uh, start, helped start the... Uh, can be Arts Association back up with uh, Shelley and Eric Arndt and then uh, uh, and the board members and then um, Kayla came on board as well that time um, so just always being you know involved in the community and, and working on things and yeah and so forth uh, you know we still have some some growing to do with the bookstore for dreams because at that time coming out of the pandemic things were kind of, you know, still going up. We're like, okay, well, if this keeps going, that'll work. But then there was sort of that that kind of post-pandemic downturn a little bit. Yeah, we were all very excited, and then we all, were all like, we're still dealing with some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go back inside a little bit more. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so I went back to work. Yep. But uh, we just, you know, I still have plenty to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Closer. You got to clean out your garage. Yeah. <laughs> Paul will never be the man that retires and plays golf. No. <laughs> He's got too many ideas. Well, I'm hoping I can get him into D&D enough that he'll play D&D after he retires. Okay. That's that's. I can see that. I need him to dungeon master for me so I can find it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the dream is still that someday yeah, when you yeah. do retire that the bookstore will be out of place. Yeah. Um, we're, we've got some good staff that has come on recently that – has been helping us grow as well they've uh, she's worked in books a really long time so yeah uh, i feel like she's teaching she's teaching me some stuff <laughs> yeah i feel like that's always been a bit of a uh, part of your model is mm-hmm. that you you never went into this going i know everything oh yeah I don't about know anything. owning a business i know everything <laughs> about books i know everything you've always brought people on in a specific manner that they can not only work for you and, mm-hmm. and do the things that you you can't but are willing to teach you how to do yeah um and i think that's really really important because i I know like a lot of businesses they come into it going i'm the number one 
and I own the business, so you need to listen to me. Um, and whenever I've seen you bring someone on, you always talk about they're great because they can do this and I <laughs> don't want to or I can't. You know? I think it's really important to surround yourself in business and even in your personal life with people that help you grow. Yeah. And um, it's really important to recognize them and to tell them, whether it's your children or your friends or mm. your coworkers or your employees, like, like, wow, like I see what you're doing and you do it really well. And I'd like to give you the, the anonymity to like take control of, you know, whatever, like, here's a project. Okay, now go do it. And I might have some ideas and I want, might want to nitpick at it a little bit, but I'm, I've learned it you because know, I've not always been perfect <laughs> at it because uh, <laughs> I'm far from perfect is that like, if you step back and give them control and like bite my tongue, like what they create is really cool. Yeah. I can't do everything. I'm tired. <laughs> and, and and speaking of creating with a community, you guys, um, you guys, not started, but basically took over mm -hmm. the Canby Arts and Literature. What is it? It's the Canby Arts Association, Association. is the official okay. uh, right. name. But and then through that, you guys started the Arts and Literature Fair. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. Through the Looking Glass uh, Art uh, Literary and Arts Fair. Yeah. yeah. So I got some of those words right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I even got tongue tied. Did I say that right? Yeah. Because um, so, we had, you know, lots of free time. Yeah. You guys were like, we're, we did our honeymoon. We're good. We, <laughs> we can do more stuff. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, the last couple of years and, and how, how you saw year one versus this last year, year two. How for the arts festival? Yeah, for the festival. So we met Eric and Shelly when they opened uh, the Artomatic Art Gallery here wow. in town. We were so excited. I'm always so excited when retail opens up downtown and, yeah. in Canby because like, that's what we want, a vibrant, <laughs> yeah. healthy, like, down, downtown Not shopping. Not another pizza place? No. You don't want another pizza place? Oh, sh I'll take pizza. <laughs> I love all of our pizza places. Don't get yeah. me wrong, yeah. but we don't need another one. Right. We, <laughs> we got plenty. <laughs> maybe another gift shop, like something. Yeah. Um, we met them and we hit it off really quickly and we were out at dinner one night and they're big obviously to you have to be a little nuts to open a business <laughs> sure. and uh, so like we're sharing our big ideas and they're sharing their big ideas and they said you know somebody from uh laura sattler from the um arts association can be arts association had approached them and said hey like this nobody this hasn't been active in a while you guys should restart it and they were talking to us about it and we started dreaming what a art festival would look like and yeah. then that happened <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with a lot of work in between those. and artomatic funny enough is actually in our previously old spot right yeah, yeah. they took over that spot at grams, grams and yeah, they've done a lot of really cool stuff there. yeah it's so cool it's yeah one of my favorite places in town yep. they got the you because know, they're very much into you know you know art and so forth and so that's why you know they were approached and you know mm -hmm. they do classes and stuff there too and i love i <laughs> i love them so much because i've come to them with the most random <laughs> things i i you guys know me well enough to know I'm a very I have random things that I want to do and, and achieve. But they but you guys know me outside of all that, right? Yeah. And they they don't all the time. Like they when they first opened up, I ran in because it was Christmas time and I had just gotten my wife's Christmas gift, which was a 
painted portrait to hang on the wall. And you would think, oh, maybe of us, of, of the two of us? No, of our cats. Um, <laughs> the two of them in regal, you know, like knightly, estately like type of clothing. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of art. And it needed a frame. And I didn't think about that before, like, you know, Christmas Eve. And I'm like... I'm sure they thought that was the coolest thing ever. So I, I come running in with this <laughs> painting of a cat, of two cats. And I'm like, <laughs> I need a frame. Do you guys have any frames? And they're like, well, not really. Like, we don't sell frames here. And I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do. Everything's closed. And, um, and they just happened to have one. They just had, and not only did they have one that they were just, they had bought from like some antique store or something like that, but it was the most perfect frame <laughs> I could have ever gotten for this, for this picture. It was, it's regal. It's per, like, but it's not like too much. It's yeah. just enough to be ridiculous, but not overly bearing. And I'm like, all right, how much do I owe you? And they're like, nothing. Like, this was just fun. And I, so I had to go and, like, buy things just to be like, <laughs> I'm buying, I'm giving you guys money. Oh. Uh, and then the the next time, not the next time I went in, but the next big one was I did a, uh, for my niece and nephew, I did a treasure hunt for them. Um, I kind of did it right right after our son was born, but right before things got a little, like, too crazy because I knew it was going to be hard to see them for a while. Um, so uh, so I, I went, I talked to you guys. And Is you, this the treasure hunt? The treasure yes. hunt that I did. And you guys, obviously, you were like, yes, that's great. And then I go across the street, talk to them, and, and uh, Automatic is like, yeah, we're going to do whatever you want. So they start hiding stuff in their <laughs> art store. And, and I go, so I bring these kids in. They find a piece of art that has a treasure map thing on it. And, come over to the book nook and find some more of the treasure map. And it was like, it, I, I get really excited about these things. And so, um, I, I just, I appreciate them for yeah. being able to, you know, put They're up with very me. Very <laughs> community minded. Yeah. Um, and very, they're, they, they moved here from Minnesota. They left their whole life to come out here to, because they, saw Canby and they believed in Canby and mm. um, they wanted to be part of our, our community and the way they support small small local artists and and I've heard other stories of them you know working with uh, customers like that yeah. that they're just like okay what do you need yes I yeah can do that. that's great so so the festival I've been a part of it as as an author I've mm -hmm. had a booth there and I only really get to see you know right from my booth and, and looking out. Um, tell me more about what's going on behind me. I, I <laughs> hear noises. <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of crazy, again, crazy people putting come together to, like the goal is to, there's a, so much talent here in our area, artists, authors, musicians. Um, this year we added culinary um, arts and some mm. local restaurants to come in and share some of the their creations. Like it's just the ideas that they get to share their art and then that the community gets to come and buy the art and support them, but also be inspired. Yeah. Like Kiwanakas comes and they set up a huge booth and the kids do a craft. Like if you haven't been over to the library um, to see the art installation that they did, um, they had at the festival all the kids paint 
um, on paper feathers. Mm -hmm. And then they went to the library and they installed them. And there's these giant wings on the wall. You can go get your pictures taken in front of them. But kids could also go and be like, oh, my gosh, this is my feather. I painted that. And hopefully they feel inspired to create moving forward. I think that's ultimately the, the goal. Yeah. Just to just to give a place for the people of Canby who mm-hmm. have that creative endeavor. Because I, yeah. like myself, I have written books, but I've never done uh, a booth at a Comic-Con or I don't even know where else I would take my stuff. I just, I do it because I love doing it. And you guys give a place for me to sit and kind of talk to people about my work. Right. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's that, you know, yeah. being able to share you know, share your passion with other people mm-hmm. and then, you know, when it inspires them, but then, but also, you know, it gives you that validation to, to keep working on what you're doing as well. Yeah. And, and you know, you, t- I mean, you talked before about how like you, you know, don't, not a salesperson and so forth, but yeah, that's the hard part. I've sat across from your booth and you, <laughs> you turn, you turn into like the ultimate salesman. And, and I see you, you jump up and you're like, yeah, come on over. Hey, you want to talk to me? And, and, and people are like, Oh, okay. What's going on? And so, yeah, it's, it's, you just kind of like, you see you light up and like you, yeah. you know, engage people. And it was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I'm at that space, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like I am here, you know, I'm, I can't just walk down the street and be like, Hey, have you ever read a book before? You know, get excited. Chase people down the street with your book. If someone's going to walk past my booth, they're, they're going to get assaulted with me trying to give them some books. So, um, yeah. And, and it it seems like I've, I always get to do, you know, a, a pretty early walk around the festival and get an idea of who's there. Um, and it seemed like there were more authors this last year. Than there we were did. the first there were, year. There were more authors. The first year, I think it was a little bit harder to sell. Um, there were, there's not a lot of art festivals that um, combine the literary and visual arts together. Which is crazy. I know, because they're like, why are we not all, they, to me, they go so hand in hand. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we do that? Um, and I think by year two, uh, people were like, oh, I heard about that. Or my friend told me they were involved. And so, yeah, there were definitely more authors this time. Nice. Yeah. And more music um, as well. Yeah. And we were able to, in more more culturally diverse, we were able to bring in the the dancers that, you know, were being able to share their cultural yeah, the, dance. Yeah, the Native American dancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to see a little bit of that because that's yeah. like right when I finally got away to eat some lunch. <laughs> Um, and I loved that. That was super cool. That was one of the only times that I stopped the entire festival because I knew they were, they were, they were my little pet project. I was so excited for them yeah. to come that I convinced them, and um, so I was like, I love you guys, but I'm gonna go sit. And I watched it, and oh gosh, yeah. it was. I had chills. It was beautiful. Nice, very cool. What can we expect from next year? Any, any, anything right now? I know it's pretty early. It, yeah. was, it was only, what, three <laughs> months ago? So I'm, I'm not expecting a full, you know, like... Ask us that again in the spring. Uh, <laughs> since everyone on the board, we're all also business owners, we yeah. kind of give ourselves the the leeway that uh, November and December are, <laughs> are our crazy months. We're all a little distracted, but we yeah. we always uh, come back together in January and say, okay, what's this going to look like? But I think fairly similarly 
to what happened this last year that sure. uh, adding the culinary was nice. We'd like to grow that a little bit. Um, and if people are interested, if if they're listening to this show, mm-hmm. this episode, and they're they're an artist, if they're an author, culinary mm-hmm. artist, uh, musician, who else should be interested in checking out uh, more information on the festival? Uh, all of the above, even just a community member that's passionate. Maybe you're not a creator yourself, but you're passionate about um, well, other artists. Like, like your your daughter had a. Mm-hmm. Uh, booth there where she was doing hair she did art. hair tinsel um yeah so i was so close to getting some work done <laughs> uh you should have in yeah. your beard a oh, whole bunch of I little didn't think about the beard next year next year <laughs> no uh one of our daughters is in um uh, uh she goes to aveda she's in beauty school and uh she was like you know hair hair is art as well and yeah. so uh she set up a booth and she did hair hair feather tinsels and we had face painters and um was the balloon? Uh, I don't remember if the balloon uh, was there was he- there was henna. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Just so I mean, you your body is art. Become become <laughs> art for the day. Tattoo artist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll have a tattoo artist next. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be okay with that. Um, you put them next to my booth, and I'll appreciate that. <laughs> so when you walk go home with a full sleeve, is your wife going to get mad at us then? No, I just have to get the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I forgot what the question was. I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, who, who should check out more information? First of all, what information should they check out? What website or, or information? Right. And who should go there? Uh, so it's uh, com. Okay. Uh, just Google that. or um, And really, if, I mean, we don't know every creative Mm-hmm. output or endeavor you know make a suggestion if you're yes. creative right if you're doing something and you need a place to show it off you know yeah. is this uh is this a place where people can just show off their work or is it the idea that you're going to be selling work uh you need to sell okay um, and be prepared to sell your work um we have chatted about doing more like some sort of art uh, community interactive like a gallery type thing uh more of like a community interactive art um project like. project experience ah, okay. so okay. i guess we've never been able to fully uh flesh out uh, the logistics of that yeah. but that would be a goal in the future um but also i mean we are a 501c3 nonprofit we we have a board we have members if if you're just passionate about the arts or yeah. the literary arts or music anything and you just want to be involved go to the website and sign up and come start coming to meetings and be part of the creative process sure yeah sounds like a good time yeah, yeah. we have fun <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah. Like getting up six thirty, five thirty in the morning and putting up barricades and <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and don't tell them that. Then they <laughs> the day no. itself is really long, but it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. worth it. The last couple of years have been really nice too as far as like weather goes and yeah. all that. So. This year yeah. was a little hot. That was, was Yeah, I felt it. <laughs> yeah. The sun came up. Spoke to me for like a couple hours oh, no. directly. We try to take good care of our artists though. We've we've gotten good feedback. We try to we have a lot of great volunteers that run around with water and food, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. don't we don't need you guys not feeling well that day. Oh, I was fine. <laughs> it was good. Um, so, as uh, outside of you know uh, the the festival in twenty twenty four, what are you guys looking forward to? I mean, even in the next couple of months with Christmas coming around, um, or 
something bigger. I, I don't know. What What do you guys got going on in town? Um, Store-wise, this is our busy season. November and December tend to be our, our biggest time, you know, for all retail. Sure. So we're excited to gear up for, for that. Downtown trick-or-treating is coming up. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, days of the year. Yeah. So... We've got that. We've got some big new releases. One of the biggest book releases that I've ever been involved in since I started as a bookseller is happening in a few weeks. And What's that? Uh, <laughs> um, there is this fantastic, um, I call it new adult fantasy, um, called Fourth Wing. It's a, a, oh, the Dragon Rider. Okay. Yeah, 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 so uh, book two is coming out, and um, this uh, Red Tower Press has started a marketing campaign where um, the first print run is pretty. Yeah. It has sprayed edges and art and like all of the things that, you know, us book collectors uh, yeah. <laughs> hunt for. And uh, um, so we put in with the publishers and we've always been, you know, really small. So I never, I, I always apply for these things and never get picked, but we were chosen to, to uh, yeah. host a release party and so that just means that they give us extra swag. So I've got a lot of cool stuff that I can give away. Nice. And we're going to have a party, not a midnight party, because we don't get up at midnight. <laughs> no one wants to see me at midnight. We're in Canby. <laughs> yeah. We're going to show up at a reasonable time. We're having a 6 p.m. release party. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got some fun things planned. And it's the first time that I've really been involved with this level of pre-order yeah. campaign. So. And what, what age range is this book for um i'd call it new adult it does have some adult content um new adult is more like college age okay um and up but the separates it from like maybe a regular uh fantasy and that that there's fantastic world building the character development is great there are dragons (laughs) um which and they ride them so i mean (laughs) right there i mean right there um but uh the world building maybe isn't as intense or as complicated as like a um lord of the rings or a um eye of the world it's kind of focused more on the characters and and the the plot a little bit more a little um, romanticy in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you know, maybe older high school, college age, mm-hmm. or a thirty-three-year-old who just happens to be a big nerd. Um, I'm forty-three, and I I want to uh, ride a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> do people need to sign up to come to this thing? Uh, they do. So, to get into the party, you need to pre-order a book. Um, your pre-order of the book gets you into the party, which gets you your swag. There you go. Yeah. So go to the book nook. If you haven't read The Fourth Wing, first of all, go get The Fourth Wing. You need to read Fourth Wing so uh, you can get Because it's everybody's favorite right now. <laughs> it is. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, you can pre-order the next one. You can go hang out at Not Midnight. At yeah. Not Midnight. And, and they just uh, released a surprise oh, they release did. of a new version of the first book. Oh, did they? All right. Yeah. They, it was a a secret untitled, um, I was getting emails from my rep saying, wink, wink, you want to order enough (laughs) copies of this? And we're like, what? (laughs) You want me to order copies of things I don't know the title of? Um, but the, the crazy fans figured it out. Sure. And, uh, so yeah, it's, they're going to re-release a special edition, pretty copies of book one. Nice. So, so these I mean, we're still 
relatively new in the in the, the book world. Yeah. So it was we're growing and getting building more of those relationships and it's learning fun to more get how the how the publishers work and mm -hmm. you know and you know our, and Billy's been helping us with, you know, make connections with uh, build relationships, build relationships with, yeah. with the rep, with the reps and so forth and so we're starting to get that a little bit of that recognition where people are, they're actually starting to talk to us and we're yeah. starting to get more opportunities for these type of things as well as not just with that but even I think next year we'll, you'll probably see a lot more focus on authors as well mm -hmm. yeah. so we'll start having more authors maybe more author visits coming in yeah. like yes a big uh, part of next year's business yeah. plan is more author visits local author visits so we need to set something up um. <laughs> yeah. trust me I'm, I'm working hard to try and make that happen and uh um, yeah. but yeah maybe bringing in some other other Stephen names. King gonna be at the book nook 2024 oh <laughs> uh, I wish <laughs> <laughs> we for as many times as I've mentioned that guy on this specific <laughs> podcast, you'd think I'm a fan, and I'm not. Is the thing is I don't like his work that much. <laughs> I think he's really cool. I don't like to be scared. Yeah. I've watched some interviews of him, kind of like Patterson. I'm not a big Patterson, James Patterson reader, but yeah. I've been to a conference where he was our lunch speaker. I got to shake his hand, chat with him for a second. He's a really nice guy. He's yeah. funny and engaging and. He's not I like Stephen book. King's stuff where he, he talks about how to write better. Yes. Because obviously the man's very good at writing. Yeah. Yeah, he has uh, a great. Uh, on writing. On writing, yeah. Is what it changed changed the game for me. So, um, I think we're running uh, okay. towards the end yeah. of the episode. Is there anything else you guys wanted to chat about um, as we before we get out of here? I don't think so. No. Nope. We're just excited, you know, to see all the. Campy's got coming up and all the businesses yeah. around us have coming up. So uh, if you're a creative um, mm -hmm. and you and you need a place to sell your creations, um, go to Canby Arts uh, Association mm -hmm. com, uh, or just Google it mm -hmm. um, and uh, and check that out. The last two years have been fantastic from from someone who had a booth there and enjoyed just being there. It's it's worth it. And it's a great way to just kind of take a step out into the world with your with whatever it is you have so i highly recommend it um and as we get into the end of this year um the book nook is the place to be for for books for gifts uh for secret book <laughs> parties that are happening at yeah. reasonable hours um, book clubs book clubs, oh. are book clubs. Too. yeah D D club yeah. still game nights game yeah. night is happening right right now there's a role Lee is hosting some role-playing nights and we've got some board game clubs happening as well if you are not a, into D D or any of the role-playing games and you just want to play monopoly yahtzee no, nobody will play monopoly with me jenga Catan uh, uh, Mysterium was a really fun night. Okay. Um, this. you know, the, the weather's going to get rainy, so yeah. go to the bookstore and, and hang out. Um, if you want to go to their website, what's your guys' website? Uh, Booknutcanby.com. There you go. Um, anything else you guys want to plug before we get out of here? No. No. All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me, guys. It's always a pleasure. I'm sure we could talk for another oh, sure. four hours about all of the crazy stuff. Um, and uh, listeners, I appreciate you hanging out with me. And make sure you uh, go read a book, man. Go go read a book this week and enjoy it. Yeah, it, yeah. Come downtown and 
not just downtown, but it can be to support your your local businesses, yeah. any any local business. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh, any of the pizza places. <laughs> pizza too. Pizza's good. <laughs> so, have a good Thank week. You. Thanks. Good Hey, I'm AJ. I'm your uh, local Oddmos franchise owner. I'm Mike, co-founder of Oddmos. And we're the hosts of The Odd Pod, a podcast about life in the pizza industry. We're going to have on some franchisees. We're going to have some different vendors on. We're going to get a snapshot of what goes on behind the scenes in uh, the pizza world. Don't forget to tell them about the sports. They're sports. And the crazy wacky pizza that we have every Wednesday that we create. And we also have a special guest every week as well. And I'm Gage, Odd Pod senior sports analyst. Gage, who gave you that title? Me. Oh boy. Find us on Spotify and Apple Music and the Podbean. Now Hear This Can Be is produced by me, Tyler Clausen. Our content director and star reporter is Tyler Frankie. And of course, our show is edited by Cameron Clausen. We also feature the vocal talents of Joy Struby and James Walden. So a round of applause to them. The song that you're hearing right now is Can Be by singer-songwriter Olivia Harms, used with her permission. To find more work from her, you can visit her website, olivia13.com. Now Hear This Can Be is dedicated to preserving independent local journalism and redefining local news with our fun, fresh, and energetic brand of storytelling. Our sincere thanks to our local sponsors who make this show possible. Please show your appreciation by supporting the small businesses who support us. The production of Now Hear This Studios, Canby's locally owned full-service audio, video, and media production company. Our mission is to produce the best content in the universe. And we'd love to help you do it. Find us online at nhtstudios.com. Um, I will take a motion to adjourn. I just moved it. I didn't even ask for it, though. (laughs)